are back with another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates CEP Series Edition. We've got a couple special people in the building to get this conversation going around this uh, community energy. I'm going to pass this over to Morgan and let her give the proper introduction. I'm so good at introductions, aren't I? You are. <laughs> uh as we're nearing the end of the this educational endeavor, today we are talking to Community Energy Project Program Coordinators, Giovanni Shern and Francis Sandoval, to break down why Black businesses were a priority, how they decided to get the word out, and the future and focus for their upcoming projects. Welcome, both of you. Thank you for being here. Hey. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to do this uh, episode and thank you truly, both of you, for uh, being able to do this. Uh, we have really enjoyed doing this project and one of my you know, favorite things to do is find out what everybody does at CEP that we have gotten to talk to. So if you guys could both just sort of speak to your roles and let us know what it is you do every day. Mm -hmm. Anybody, Francis, you wanna go first? <laughs> okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Um, so what I do is I am a program coordinator for the in-homes program. Uh, in-homes program is weatherization and repair and uh, free home energy scores for, um, for folks. And so uh, what I do and my role is pretty much um, scheduling appointments, reaching out to people that have contacted us um, to see what we can help them with and how we can help them. Um, and right now we're doing a lot of work from remotely from home and then a couple days in the office. So yeah, it's just reaching out to people, getting them scheduled, um, seeing if they qualify and then kind of maneuvering them to all the other programs that we have here at CEP. Thank you. Yes. And I am also a program coordinator and I was hired specifically to um, work with the PCEF project fund. So the, the PCEF houses, um, I do um, a lot of the- When you say PCEF, can you-, can you for the, the Portland, for yes, 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 sorry. You know, around the office is just PCEF. So <laughs> it's the Portland Clean, Portland Clean Energy Fund. So there was, um, a big push to get a, a bill passed, which I think some of the folks have mentioned um, on you guys' show. And there's a big pot of money to kind of reach out to low-income families um, who might not either know about programs that are available or even know the benefits of um, weatherization. Um, so I was brought on to specifically deal with the 20 homes uh, that were selected for this piece of funding this um, first year. And so I do all the reports, um, scheduling, um, paying invoices, and just kind of stay on top of all the administrative stuff that pertains to this, the PCEF funds and the PCEF um, projects. Along with that, I was um, also hired to oversee the media project, which is just what we've been calling it, which includes these podcasts. And uh, we're also doing a video um, that's going to be about eight to 10 minutes long, and then some shorter videos for social media. Um, and so that was that was kind of my 
my role is kind of do the admin stuff for the project, but then also the creative side of me got to, you know, <laughs> deal with the videos and the photos and then um, working with you guys on the podcast. Was that uh, because you directed videos and things of that in the past? Is that why they danced the video? Um, <laughs> yes, actually, that was um, when I when that I came did. in. Yeah, yeah. See, you you got your psychic powers. He's been, going. He's been paying attention. Um, yeah, he's been paying attention. Um, that is exactly why. So when I was first hired, it was be. I, I I think it was more so because of my accounting background to come in and kind of help with that project. And then, of course, um, you know, it was mentioned that this is what they wanted to do. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, you know, I've worked with artists and I know amazing um, business owners because the uh, they really wanted to work with black owned businesses with the media project. And, you know, I know everybody Every single <laughs> and I was like you know I, yeah it's like body. I know people who, yeah yeah <laughs> like I know people who do photography I know um you know black business owners who do video um so we hired um Aeon Visual which is owned by Young Mill Zeke yes Zeke um and then we went with Jason Hill to do the photography oh, and then yes. we came to you guys for the the media stuff but yeah that's kind of how that transpired we were in a meeting and it was like okay you're going to help coordinate this piece and then you know in conversation it's like i could do i could do this <laughs> so hey. um it was kind of like okay well let, yeah let's let you just take this media project on and so it's been it's been good for me because I, you know, I have 20 plus years accounting experience. So I've got, I've got to use that side of my brain and then plus the creative side with the media project. So are, are you saying that the media project itself is sort of your brainchild in the way that you, you figured out all of the people and the strategy for it? So no, I did figure out the people for it because it was already a, a concept when um when I got there okay and it was okay we know we kind of want to reach so the, so let me back up because the purpose of it was to educate the community the black community because the homes had already been selected for this current year the black homeowners and so it was how do we get the word out how do we educate people um and so you know the first thing that comes to people's mind is podcasts, magazines, you know, videos, interviews. And so we just kind of, I kind of took what they already had in mind and assigned people to that, that I knew could, you know, knock it out the park. Okay. Coordinated. <laughs> coordinated. There you go. Put those pieces together. That, okay. Okay. I coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you mentioned that the uh, getting the word out to the black community, can you speak to us about the importance of uh, or, or prioritizing black businesses uh, and black home owners? Uh, yes. So I identify as a black person. I've lived in Oregon, Portland for 30 years. I did not even know CEP existed until my sister started working there. And, and so that, it, right, exactly. So that kind of brought home for me that if I don't know about it and I'm kind of, well, I'm not out there now, but when I, 30 years ago, I was out and about, if I haven't heard about it, then 
there's got to be other people who haven't heard about it as well. So I just started thinking, like, where would I have heard about it? Mm. Maybe the radio, maybe on social media, maybe through a video. Um, and so it was just it, it was really important to CEP and the exec, executive director, their charity fame, to make sure that black contractors were hired um, and black subcontractors, which, you know, uh, the photographer and the video folks are considered. She really wanted to make sure that they got their shine. And I respected that. So um, it, it, it's, for me, it was just really important to go out, hear those voices of the folks who have been already been selected and have the work done, but not go into their homes like, hey, poor people, you know, <laughs> look what we did for you, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that—that that was the thing. I that was the and I told all because you know the the purpose of it was to service low-income homeowners. And yeah. sometimes when you think of low-income, you you know a lot of times we have this picture in our head of what that means, um, and that is not the case. And you don't necessarily always think a person considered low income owns a home. A lot of these folks, these homes have been in their families for many, many years. One home is over a hundred years old, always been in the same family. Um, So when I went and talked to homeowners, I made sure that they understood if you do, you know, work on this video project with us, just know that I'm going to make sure that we're not coming in like we saved you. Right. We're coming in and letting you explain how important this is to you and your family. And um, it could be your health, could be, you know, adding value to your home. You're able to now keep your home in your family. And so just making sure that they felt validated and valued and not just used. And um, I mean, I think we did a good job of that because a lot of these homeowners are now just like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Um, and so just building those relationships was in, was important as well. I think there's a lot to say about um, having not, you know, rep- representation is definitely important always, but it matters the most when that representation is genuine and also is empowered to do exactly what you're doing and center you know, valuing and validating people instead of using them. And I think that they did the right thing hiring you in that regard, because <laughs> that's the kind of thing that, you know, mm-hmm. if I went through this program and felt like I was just used as a token, I would be really <laughs> upset. <laughs> and I, yeah, yeah. Uh, as much as I, you know, I'm from here, I have, uh, one of my favorite things to say is that Portland has an unearned reputation of progressivism and that it's just this progressive, you know, uh, non-racist and <laughs> uh, place that is just really great. And that's just, it's an unearned reputation. And <laughs> we are working on obviously uh, changing that uh, reality and having, you know, people in the positions that speak to the actual community instead of uh, speaking at the community is really important. And I think uh, both of you will be able to speak to that um, today, but. Yeah, and um, can I, so I'll just share this with you guys. So we were interviewing a homeowner and she asked like, um, could she mention the black 
contractor that worked on her house. She's like, can I mention him by name? And I'm like, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> because she said that she felt more comfortable. And you know how, you know how it is. You yep. know, I'll, I'll walk up, walk by and see a black person and just be like, you know, what's up? Like, Hey, we here together. Yeah, like we doing this together and keep it pushing. But there's a certain kind of calm and peace that comes when you when you have someone like you said look like you in your home. And she just couldn't stop talking about the great job he did, but just also how comfortable she felt having someone that looked like her in her home. And this is, you know, and I can't say it enough. CEP. CEP knows what CEP does and they know that I can't be necessarily a non a non person of color going out trying to do what I was trying to do they knew that they needed to have the right staff doing these things in order to make it valuable to the people they were trying to serve and I really really respect CEP for acknowledging that there's not a lot of um I'll just say white people. There's not a lot of white people or white business owners that accept that you're not going to be able to connect to someone the way I might be able to connect to them. And that is one thing, like I said, I I, I really respect about um, CEP and Charity Fame that she knows it's not going to be the same if it's not I'm out there do. doing the work. It's not for me to do. And um, and, and she made that happen. So I, I really respect that. I mean, but on top of that, and I'm sorry, Ken, I'll, I'll stop talking. But on top of that, the empowerment for you to actually do it. Uh, I have been in many positions where it's like, hey, Morgan, you go and talk to the black people over there. And, well, you know, you'll you'll get those people to do the things we want them to do or whatever it is. Right. And it's like, yeah, OK, so I'll go do that. But I don't have the actual authority to do certain things, say certain things. And so I'm not empowered. And now I look disingenuous. And now this entire thing looks disingenuous. And so that particular portion, like shout out to Charity, because she's the one who is able to give that uh, permission or, you know, empowerment to you. And that's the that's the missing piece. I like Mm -hmm. we have DEI everywhere. Right. And everybody's talking about inclusion and everybody's talking about getting more diversity at their their uh, organizations and it's like well what do, what good does it do if you make me do the same exact thing yeah right if i'm not at the yeah. table and not allowed to make decisions and have right. my input about the people i'm serving then i'm not really serving them and i'm not doing myself justice so it's performance yeah shout out yeah. to charity because i don't think i've even talked to charity once about this one maybe once or twice in the beginning but oh. She's not on me about what are you doing and who, what, where is it going? She really trusted me is, is the word. Like, I'm going to trust you to, to handle this and do this. And, you know, now we're just waiting for the finished project. And I've heard from her now because she, she wants to see it. But we're all anxious to see it. So, yeah, um, yeah so definitely shout out to, to Charity for that. That's a really big deal. Right. You can't, you can't really reach any community with performative nature you just you just can't do it and so um that that, i don't know like we have talked to a few people that work at cep and it has definitely felt very much like uh a genuine that y'all mean it (laughs) y'all want y'all want to help people and it isn't uh it isn't performative 
You want to see people stay in their homes. You want to see people get to keep that hundred, you know, year old home in their family. Um, we've had other episodes where we've t just talked about how people lose fam uh, their homes to blight, you know, and that you, the city can just be like, hey, we're going to find you, you know, so many dollars that there's no way that you can pay this. And you, uh -huh. you know, you have no choice. You have no but choice. And if it's if you're able to get those windows fixed and, you know, uh, your roof is different. Like those are humongous things and undertakings that, like you said, homeowners, you don't necessarily think are low income, but absolutely uh, most people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and mean, especially, especially now. now. <laughs> especially now. I mean, the, the barrier is not that high, but um, again, it's it's how do we get out to how do we get the information and the education out to folks because you know a lot of folks don't don't think it's not a bad thing to have air coming from around your doors and your windows you're just and so because used they to just it. don't know you just yeah. i mean all we knew about you know saving the planet was don't litter my grandfather was told like to turn the water hose off all the time. The right. And, and don't, you know, and my grandmother was, close the door. I'm not trying to heat all outside. <laughs> That's all we knew. You got everybody's you know? black grandma. <laughs> like you yeah, just, right. Like, Wait, close my I'm door. To, yeah, I'm not trying to, you know, warm up all outside. And it's like, that's that's all we knew. And so I've learned a lot. And part of the education piece, too, was me making these one sheets that kind of explained what, solar was explained what you know ducted heat pumps were and it was genius for them to let me do it because I know nothing about it so as I'm putting these together I'm putting it in information in a way that I could understand it yes someone who knows nothing and so as we're giving these out it's very easy to understand because I yeah. can understand so <laughs> um <laughs> So that that's you know again kind of having the freedom to to see the need and we didn't even start doing the the one sheets till I started going out and meeting homeowners right talking to them about do you want to be in the media project and here's what it is and then they would share with me things that let me know they didn't know what was about to happen you know they just was oh. like hey free stuff let's get it <laughs> um, and. But then it was like, okay, well, but how is this going to affect my bill? And what exactly is it? And how long is it going to take? And so I kind of went back to CEP and said, wow, these homeowners don't know what's about to happen. Um, so we need to do that extra step uh, with these one sheets and, and educate them. And a, a lot of homeowners, you know, really appreciated that. One of the things I do want to run back to is I want to apologize to the uh, thespian community uh, when Morgan said that like performative actions like, essentially don't have impact. Apologies. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll talk to her on the sideline, but I'm issuing our apology now. Mm -hmm. I just want to Thank you sure for that. taking care of us in that regard. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got to look. I've out. seen some very powerful. You know performances myself you know indeed it's same like, so you know, thank you have you for seen corrective. a river dance in person probably not <laughs> yes you have actually morgan i i, I definitely your, have I multiple times in multiple cities yes. but thank you <laughs> yes. sir yes. <laughs> and you're gonna tell me that that wasn't impactful you didn't shed a tear when they dropped low and got to kicking them legs out uh, yeah. no <laughs> no they i didn't come for i didn't it. cry I'm, I'm jealous that morgan so. got to see that live <laughs> 
So I know both of y'all are, you know, in the 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 um, beginning run of your tenure in this uh, space. But since you're uh, coming into the CEP space, um, how's the program been unfolding in general? Like, what have you seen happening since you coming in that is showing that it's moving forward and is actually impacting the community in the right way? Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Francis, do you want to <laughs> take that? Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, just from the little bit of time that I've been here, which hasn't been too long, um, I do notice that we have a lot, a lot of meetings weekly, <clears throat> get lots of, lots of updates, and it's good to hear that things are progressing. Just like, um, you know, not too long ago, was it like three months ago, uh, we were talking about, hey, let's try to do some more outreach um, to all different kinds of cultures, you know? So I yeah. made a meeting and said, hey, let's, let's, are we even doing any outreach to the Hispanic or Latino yeah. population? And then the next thing you know, they said, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Let's find some pinpoints where, where do we need help with that? And that yeah. outreach, and they had said that's something that's been on their mind for a while as well. Um, and it, and it just hadn't happened, you know? Um, but then I was the only ones. Go ahead. What's that? I said, I said shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when that happened, I was just kind of like, it's kind of crazy that Giovanni said what she had said about her saying, you know, I never heard of CEP. I never heard of CEP either. And I heard through her sister as well. She was <laughs> okay, so Desiree is out here being Desiree the absolute. She's the plug. Okay. Okay. She's the plug. Yeah. I love it. Yes, yes, she is. And she, she, um, you know, just said, you know, you do great here. So I came in and I was like, hey, what about us? You know, uh, because they were really doing really good. Giovanni, the things that she's doing, um, reaching out and her, you know, trying to get all these community members active in what the program is about was awesome. And I was like, there's so many other people you know like I think here in Portland like you said you know it's like super diverse here there's so many populations of different communities yes. I see a lot of Somalian and a lot of um and I have to say Hispanic or Latino because they're from all over they're everywhere and yeah well they're... and anything <laughs> yeah of any kind of descent Central South America yeah, yeah. yes like Russian, everything, Vietnamese, I see a lot. And I'm like, what about yeah. that pop? What about those populations? You know, it was just amazing how I got here in such a little time. I was learning the ropes of things. And then I mentioned about the Hispanic population. And boom, next thing you know, we were at a community event called El, Gr El Grito <clears throat> last week, I believe. And we did some outreach. It was awesome. You know, they told me, hey, you know, what, what do you think that we can do? I'm like, well, first of all, I, uh, when I started here, I tried to kind of involve myself and kind of dive in and say, I want to shadow everybody's job duties yes. and see what it is exactly they do. And when I went, it happened to be someone I scheduled <laughs> that it was a Hispanic person that did not speak any English at all. Not one word. That's and the universe just aligning <laughs> right there. Yes. <laughs> how are you going to communicate with them? You know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. we kind of just, you know, make it work. You know, I went there, we were able to help him see exactly what they needed. Um, and I was able to translate for them. And then I realized when they said, you know, when I was interpreting for him, 
making sure he understood everything, I realized that all the paperwork that was handed to him was in English. So here I am giving documents to someone. Have fun with this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just went line by line and explained it to them, you know, and I was able to help him, you know, understand. And he felt good. Like Jamani said, you know, they feel good. Like, hey, she's like me. You know, she I, understands yeah. me. Um, I can ask her questions and not feel shy about, is that a dumb yeah. question? Yeah. Or I don't understand. Am I supposed to understand because I'm a homeowner? Am I supposed to know what that is? Because I don't know, you know, and that's okay. It's making them feel, um, you know, reassured that don't worry. I don't, I didn't know what that was either, you know, um, things like that. But, you know, from seeing you know, it grow in such a little bit of time. You bring up an idea with Community Energy Project and they're just like jumping on it. If they think it's a good idea, they're going to roll with it. That's got to feel I, I think that's like awesome. top tier. Yes. yes. Like, that like, that's crazy. Where I'm, at. I'm like, where are the reggae horns? Because right. that is like <laughs> never happened to me at my job or a job ever. Like right. giving an idea that is not just an idea, right? Like it's a crucial part of what they need to yes. do. And so yes. it's like, hey, the fact that you came in and were like, hey, what about these folks? And they're like, hey, could you spearhead that? That never happened. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Yeah. So like, again, you know, shout out to Charity for being the kind of executive director that actually empowers people to do those things. Yes. But also shout out to both of y'all, because Francis, I don't know about the, uh, I don't know about you. We have just met, but uh Sometimes it's a little hard to speak up in a meeting, right? And mm -hmm. sometimes it's a little, you're like, maybe I should just be quiet. And so, <laughs> if you know, so shout out to you for having those moments of just being like, hey, I see what's happening over here and it's looking great. And so what about these folks? That's huge. And that's what having the representation at the table that, it, that then that table actually cares about what yeah. you say and yes, yes, wants yes, to yes. do something with what you've said. Like this is this is a um, moment for me that is just like, not that I didn't really appreciate the community energy project before, but like this is this is it because it yeah. really speaks to, um, like you said, being able to uh, speak to people that look like you, be able being able to speak your your language with somebody else, um, and and have that person interpret all of the English for you that they probably shouldn't have got like. <laughs> that's the that's it like that's true community and yeah 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 the the kind of comfortability that you get from people that look like you is it's innate you know and, I, and it's I, not I something that to uh, just it just to add on to that my bad if you had but in the space of where i think both answers from giovanni and francis of like the ability to just speak and not have to explain like because you know from my inflection mm. on this word exactly what i meant you know with this shrug and that eh, you know what that <laughs> means without having to run it down and there's That's something it. to being able to speak freely that you're able to get your point across and not feel spend so much time of okay how do i i need to break this down because i'm saying a thing that culturally is mm. not gonna hit <laughs> the same way or this word or this this using this jargon is just gonna send this in a different way of a bit right. of confusion so it's something to be able to speak without having to explain so much and that is that just it gives something and especially a person being on the receiving end of that i know the yes. difference of when i call i think about customer service in general right 
and when I hop on here, there was a moment the other day of me having a crazy issue of being on the phone for like 30 minutes and then got transferred over to the next lady, which definitely gave um, Southern auntie vibe, black hey. auntie vibe. Mm -hmm. All that little bit of like frustration went away because I couldn't even talk to her anyway, but in yes, ma'am, like essentially thinking <laughs> in that space, but also explaining my problem and what she was able to do in the five minutes that we were on this telephone Listen. versus this space, because I was just able to iterate what exactly what I said over here. I said right. the same thing, but it just hit in a different way. And then when you have people that are, <clears throat> again, representations of the people that they're dealing with, it just it gives a lot. And it's not to take away from people who are doing the job and have been have been doing the job and their expertise. Like right. that's no knock on that. But there is just something to being able to communicate freely. So shout out to y'all. And, and a lot of it is, um, I, you know, I do community work outside of CEP and, and sometimes the folks that we encounter who are um, houseless, um, I've had instances where, you know, a black person is very animated with their hands mm. and, I, and I'll be there and the non-black person will say, calm down. Oof. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I... They're not lit like yet, right? right. <laughs> like we're just we're just talking, you know. This is calm, but this is how we communicate. You know, a lot of us, are, you know, we're very animated, and I'm not saying that it's just one culture or over yeah. over another, but that's been my experience growing up. Um, and so it just was a, a light a light went off for me when they're like, "Calm down." Yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Wow, you must think I'm about to just jump on you the way I talk, I, right? Because I'm very animated, I'm all over the so place. These hands be moving. I'm all over the place. My hands are moving. You know, I'm 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 rocking. My head gets to going. So right. I think it's just um, there's just something about familiarity, familiarity, right? Mm -hmm. And we feel comfortable off top. Yeah, comfortable off top. So it's been it's been invaluable for us getting the information out like Francis said like I'm over here talking to them and then I gotta hand them papers in in English so you know yeah but, read this later <laughs> yeah have someone read this to you you know five you know, ten months from now <laughs> it, it makes it in where I've gotten doses of that of being on the interwebs and sometimes I'll, I'll go look something up and for whatever reason it takes me to the version that's not in English and I'm and this is where how my brain works my first instinct is to not hit translate page it's to see if I can make sense of this right zero times out of zero adorable and, <laughs> look <laughs> but trying to get through it but just thinking if it was a situation where I'm somewhere and I'm just being handed something in a completely different language and I'm what are we talking about and I'm trying to communicate or, or trying to get help in whatever way I'm trying to. How do you to. ask for help? How do you, you know? ask for help? And then especially if I go and be like, yeah, no, I don't. And it's like, oh, well, okay. Good luck with that. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And well, imagine if you're trying to get resources. Right. <laughs> like well, I actually yes. need help to that, you know, get my house space. prepared or get, yes. yeah. I don't mean you to don't, take us you... too far on a tangent. I just, this is such an important point. Um, that seeing yourself, being able to speak to somebody culturally. Uh, I have seen, um, there's a, a black doctor on Instagram that I follow that is 
has multiple times talked about how um, white doctors have seen a black woman and she'll pat her head because that's how you scratch your scalp if your <laughs> hair is done and they will commit those women and because oh, wow. they think that they're doing something that's crazy you know uh, quote crazy like right that is just that's just nor all the way normal my head is, how it's I scratch yeah. my head. that's what I do like I'm not getting all the way in there I, I want my slicked back ponytail to keep being a slick back ponytail right so I'm just gonna smack that like just having <laughs> I heard it when I said it uh, oh, thinking of that from an outside view right. though <laughs> just watching like wait what is nah don't right. just keep talking to me like that didn't just happen you just slashed yourself you're Chill just out. smacking your head over here <laughs> Like I get, I get it, but also I'm like, dang, you've never been around black people at all. Like, yeah, yeah. So because we wouldn't flinch if we saw that. That's just, yeah. that we wouldn't think that, anything we would just about keep that. Talking. There would be no. The body language hasn't changed. Like you said, right. hands. I'm over here already. I mean, that's just what. That's how I talk. So if right. if I'm animated with my hands and then I pat my head and then I, all of a sudden I am being, you know, committed, uh, committed. <laughs> to a hold, a psychiatric hold, it's like, how do you even explain that to somebody who you have to, I got kids at home. Right. I, yeah. I don't even know how to explain that. All I was doing was sitting there and I patted my head and then now I'm here, you know? So it really, really, really is important, not just for the representation, but for being able to uh, be who you are with the people you're talking to. Cause it's not just meet people where they're at, it's be a person to a person, right? And if you right. understand the cultural things, nobody else even really matters in that moment. Yeah, cultural awareness is so huge. Yeah. Cultural awareness is so huge, yeah. you know, because yeah, it's just, yeah, it, ha it has to be, you know, has to be more prominent in anything and everything and just, you know, even like you said in paperwork, it you know the paperwork for community energy project. I mean, someone saying the word solar and energy efficient, it's a whole other jargon. You can right. be speaking, you know, my background is healthcare. I can tell you all the medical terms and the names of eighteen letter medications oh, like nothing. But at the same time, you know what I mean. That person is not going to understand because Giovanni said we don't have enough education in those things because we don't know about them. You know, for me, when I started here, I didn't know what that was. What is energy efficiency? What do we do? Water pump, you know, water heater, you know, all these things. So it could even be something so simple and it's in the language that they speak, but it's not um, broken down enough. And we never want to say dumbed down. It's just the right. fact that we're uneducated in that subject. And right. so just being able to, like Jamani said, or like I say, educate them. And like, how would I understand that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to explain it like this. The heater on the wall. Yes. You know, when you put the, you know yes. And yes. then you say yes. it and they're like, oh, I know what you mean. Oh, that. Yes. Yeah. I know that there's a yeah. lot of cultural crossover between black and brown people too. There's so many things that are the same. Uh, and so again, just being able to um, not just have folks to be out there, but to be able to do the job without some sort of micromanagement or whitewash <laughs> or whatever it is that 
normally will change that dynamic. I mean, I'm I'm kind of losing it over here because this doesn't happen. Like, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah no, this the isn't really is, a thing. <laughs> they're probably the only, you know, and I'm I'm, you know, older, um, and all the jobs that I've had, you be lying. How do how do you say I was? 40 big 40 oh, big 40 on the board yeah. you hey, now, i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> um but it, this is probably the only place i've worked where i can say they you know they 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 walk the talk you know they mean they, it they say they care about the community they they care about the community like everyone over there is you know putting in the work to make sure that these clients are served and served with dignity and respect and or I wouldn't be there. I mean, I'm just, I'm just honest about it. I'm too old to stay at a job that that's not representing where I'm, where I'm at. Yeah. And CEP is 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 rare. No wonder they've been around as long as they have because they really do care about the folks. And um, and you know, kind of piggybacking off what what Francis is doing, our next round of um, the media project. Uh, we will focus on the the Spanish-speaking communities. Uh, we're going to do it a little different because we don't, you know, we don't need to advertise and get clients. They've already got this next round of clients selected. So what we want to do is spend this next year really reaching out to those communities to let them know this is how you, this is what you do to get on the list. This is how you can benefit from this. This is what it's about. Uh, let's educate you on those things. So. Um, I'm sure Francis and I will be working together or in some capacity. Um, so we'll be doing like um, a video series versus a long video at the end because we want to we want to prepare these communities now this year. So round three, they know what's up, they know what's available, and they get their names on the list to get these um, amazing services. Yep just such a big deal like <laughs> I, I don't mean to like I'm, I'm like fangirling a little bit just because it's like that really you know we don't really get to um we don't get to hear it and we don't get to see it and it definitely we we feel it from what CEP is doing and it's just like such an incredible thing and so really quickly if we could just uh that, that was a really great segue Giovanni um and let's talk about what's about to happen what's next um with the Spanish speaking community, Francis, what are what what's about to happen? So um, we are planning in our future things that we would like to happen is there's so many community resource events, but there's also specific specific community events that are based on Hispanic culture, like El Grito. Next year, we all know being from Portland. That there's Cinco de Mayo at the waterfront. <laughs> you know what I mean? We definitely, definitely want to be there and eat lunch there and dinner. So, uh, you know, things like that. We also, you know, in the community, there's so many resources, like um, resource folks, like in the schools, in the elementary schools, middle schools, high school, they have, um, you know, folks that work there that are family resource centers. Mm -hmm. um, we want to go and reach out to those people at those schools. I know we've contacted a, a few of them. 
<clears throat> one of our other coworkers, her name is Erika Caranza, and she works for another program, our solar program. She does a lot of outreach to those. There's a lot of family-focused groups where they say, hey, this week we're going to learn about energy efficiency. Next week we're going to learn about this. And then they tell the folks, um, you know, these are the resources that are out there. These are the people that can help you. These are the qualifications. Um, if you see that you're within that, then talk to Francis. She's going to hook you up. She's going to schedule you an appointment. So we're doing as many of those outreaches as we can so that next year, hopefully, those things will already be in place and we'll have sets of things that are regularly attended. Um, yeah, so just kind of doing more research. You know, there's so many places that, you know, um, those Saturday markets and there's um, the Latin flea markets here in Portland. There's a lot of them because I go to them all. So. <laughs> Offline, can I get some of that information? Right, like, I would I like to that. go to there. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I know, yeah, but all of those things, you know, the, we want to kind of do a little more outreach, see what else is out there. There's so many other um, community, um, you know, places that do things like a Latino network. They're a huge, the Latino end. network is yes. huge here. Yes. They're awesome. One of my yes. best friends yes. works there and she was like, hello, call Latino <laughs> network. <laughs> Not to me. You know, they have <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, they have a lot of parent-focused groups as well. They have a um, home ownership-like program for Latinos to kind of educate them in our language of how it is to be a homeowner, how to do first-time homebuyers. Because they have those programs, then we're like, we tie right into that. What can we help you with? These are yes. our services. So hopefully next year that'll grow. You know, we're just going to keep pushing and keep reaching out to people, getting more contacts in seeing what we can do, who we can help. You just- Yeah, and we'll be doing the videos. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, so, you know, Francis and then we'll doing, be doing like literal boots on the ground in the field, kind of, you know, at these events, tabling and making sure that information is out there. And our goal with the, the media is, you know, I, that's not my, my community, right? So I had to do some research with uh, the first part. I, I know how to reach my people. So we did some research. We're gonna be working with, um, I think it's called Octavius Media. And, uh, it's owned by a Mexican person. And so we're gonna be working with them this next round. Um, and like I said, we're gonna be doing, you know, video segments that are, are more geared towards um, education and information and you know in our research if we you know we, we we figured out you reach the older folks on facebook which i can attest to that i'm on facebook all the time and then you reach the younger folks on on instagram and so right. we'll we'll make sure that we're like consistently putting out the visual um to try to reach um, those folks and then partnering and doing you know what francis is doing is the you know the boots on the ground type stuff the, the, the goal and the hope is that there's enough information out there that this community will be served in year three, you know, just booming, booming out in, in year three. So we can make sure that folks are getting, you know, getting this help. It's, it's out there and it's amazing. And it's help that you, I don't, I wouldn't be able to afford, you know, even, you know, making a decent wage, I wouldn't be right. able to, to afford some of these repairs and insulation and, and all that stuff. So it's, it is amazing. Well, and that's one of the kind of things that stops people from even uh, 
trying to buy a home, right? Like, I'm not going to be able to fix those things. I don't want to have to buy new washer and dryer. I don't want to. So, like, that's one of the things that becomes a hindrance is that I'm not going to be able to afford to fix those windows, uh, you know. So you mentioned first-time home buyers, and this program doesn't discriminate in that regard, right? Like, there's no if I just bought this house and I make it on the list, I'm okay. Or it's been a hundred years in my family. It, correct? Yeah. People correct. struggle, people struggle at all stages of yes. in, in the purchasing of a home. So like you guys said, this day and age, this year, 2022, last year, like, you know, people are, are maybe one person household, um, you know? And so whether they just made it to say, thank goodness, I'm 47 years old and I'm purchasing my first home. Yes. Okay, now how do I keep my home and maintain it for my kids and my grandkids to come visit yep. me? You know what I mean? So, I mean, you can qualify at any time and there definitely shouldn't be any discrimination because we all have needs and that's what we're here for is to help those that can utilize those services. You know what I mean? So that's what we're here for, to help people that need it. Yeah, there are income requirements, but like you said, you can meet those requirements if I just bought my house or if I own my house for right. 100 years. So. so I think that's a great place in space of how do people get involved, like as far as enrolling, uh, volunteering and just getting the word out in general. How does that how does that work? Um, I don't do scheduling or intakes. That's um well, I haven't this year. Who knows what I'll be doing this next round, but I'll let Francis talk about that process. Okay. So um, we have our website. So on our website, communityenergyproject.org, uh, folks can go on there and kind of, you know, go through all the different pages that we have on there that has for each program. It has the requirements for each program. Um, I do believe it also does have uh, the income requirements. So if you fall within that guideline, it's kind of like, you know, you bring up the page and say, do I even qualify this? Well, let me look. We have the grid right there for you to take a look. If you have one person household, two, seven person household. Um, and if it falls within that, then yes, then it'll have our contact information. So they have the ability to schedule appointments there online on our website. Um, they also have the ability to just give us a call. It has our numbers on there and our extensions. They can call us, leave a message. Um, whether we're working in the office or working at home, it gets forwarded to us at home. So we're able to still contact them. Um, they also have our email address. Um, yeah, so people can call us at any time um, on the website as well for um, like donations or people that want to volunteer, they can go onto the website and it'll give you the right contact on who you would connect with. Um, we're also always taking, you know, like monetary donations or donations that of contractors that say, you know what, I've, I'm doing great here in Portland, you know, I want to give back. How do I get involved yes. with you guys? It's on there. It's on the website. They can just go on there and look. Most people are tech savvy these days, so they can get in there. I know my 12-year-old son, you know, <laughs> he used to help me with all my things. Before. I was going to say, or if they're not, they have a, 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 just a little younger person in their life who will do all those things for them. Yeah, uh, kids. I'd just kids. be speaking about myself with my own parents in this moment, but... Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. But we, we, we all know that the internet is the way that we do the things now. <laughs> yeah. And no then word of, yes. And then word of mouth. It's like amazing. You know, I mm-hmm. tell everyone that I connect with when I call contact them or they find out about us, I say, how did you find out? Um, a lot of people hear from us from two one one, the information line. Oh, and yeah. Nope, stop, time out, time out, time out. Nope, 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 nope. What? Yeah, two First of all, people call that? Yeah, people do. That's a, that was where my brain went. Like, yeah. That's, that's a whole to... other podcast about 211. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. All right. Yeah. I, you just broke my brain, is all I'm going to say. Like, that thing is on the outside. <laughs> yeah. People contact us, you know, they, we ask where they heard about us, if it's online or a flyer or, you know, what are their resource groups. Um, yeah, they get connected. We, you know, try and do as much as we can. And then when we have them on the phone, I always make sure myself, I tell them, you know, hey, if you have any family members, any friends, if you go to a church event and you think somebody might be able to help, you know, we might be able to help them, you know, give yes. them our information. So, Yeah. That's the so we, we understand how it's unfolding and we understand that the community is responding well uh, for this second round. And I, I think I understand that people already are there, right? Like they're, you, you've already chosen those folks. What's the response of, like, how is the community responding to all of this? I mean, like, because at some point, you're seeing somebody's auntie got their house done, you know? And so like, how are folks responding? Like, are they, are they beating your door down? (laughs) Do they, you know what I mean? Like, how's it, how's it going? Well, I I know. um, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm actually quite surprised how long CEP has been here and the amount of people that they've helped and the work that they do is so amazing no one still knows about it. We're still yeah. reach. We're still doing outreach. When I talk to people, they want to bring food probably to us. You know, they're like, I don't have much, but I want to help you. Like, yeah. you guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. You know, what can I do when, when, when the person comes out to my home? Do I need to get anything ready? They're just like mind blown that what you guys, you know, and when I tell them, hey, um, you know, if you have anybody, you go to any church groups or you go to any events or family functions, you think somebody might be able to utilize our services, like, let them know, you know, let them know. And they're like, you guys are awesome. Like, I don't even know how, how you guys, you guys should probably have lines and lines and years of, of wait right. lists. And like, I'm like, like no. The list is long. Yeah. And like, the list is not, like, I says, I'm literally contacting people, trying to get people yeah. Like, we want to give you free stuff, you know? <laughs> like, well, they're like, is this a scam? Is this a scam? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This is somebody yeah. trying to give me that solar stuff I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. It really is. It's, it's, it's one of the things, though, again, kudos to the project, because I think that this media portion, this is where it gets expansive. I know that if a number pops up for the most part, if I haven't reached out and there's just cold calls or something, I'm not paying attention. It's a scam, just as she was saying, right? And so in the space of being able to hear this on the radio, 
being able to see visual content, uh, uh, content along with not just seeing visual content, but content around people that look like the demo that they're serving and being able to say, oh, that's somebody in the community, that's somebody, Portland isn't huge. <laughs> so, especially when it comes to black and brown, it's not huge in that context. So, you know somebody that knows somebody that knows all the people. That's, you're, you're they, they have, what is it, the, the, the six degrees of separation? Right. We're one and a third, one and one third person away from anybody we wanna be connected to here in the city. Yep. And that's being spoken from a non-original Portland person. Um, so this portion of it, it makes me think of any type of business, small business or anything. It's a process. This is still in its infant stages overall. And so with this expanding via all these networks that you all are making sure to hit this radio reach, podcast reach, all these things that it can essentially live evergreen. Um, it's going to definitely pick up. And I feel like phase two, because I'm sure this year uh, the program is learning a lot about how it needs to function in the second uh in the second season of this and so i just i i would love to ask that same question in a year from now right 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 <laughs> and right kind of get the feedback at that point but i i, I definitely put it on the calendar is, we'll is, be uh, back yeah yeah definitely <laughs> um, put it on the calendar and i know on tuesday on, on there's an episode coming up with some homeowners so i was gonna like say what my experience is has been with the homeowners in the black community, but um, I'll just let them speak for themselves. Hey, yes. I mean, I am well, curious, but I will allow you to do uh, <laughs> yeah. all the things. Well, I'll just put it like this. <laughs> we have certain we have certain homeowners who are just, like I've had to call and be like, um, do you mind going down to city hall and talking? Oh, uh, anything I can do. Um, I'm sorry, I'm calling you again. Do you mind doing the podcast? I will do whatever it takes, you know. And and we have um, one lady, and she's gonna be on the podcast, and she's just so sweet. Um, but she's like the go-to, <laughs> the go-to whenever we need. Can you go and take a picture? Uh -huh. Can you speak yeah. to the newspaper? And she's yeah. like, I will do whatever I can because you guys are lifesavers, like literally. So. Yeah, it's been my experience with the homeowners that I've come in contact with that everyone is just so grateful and no one feels like they were saved. If you know what I'm what I'm saying. Yep. yep. They don't feel like they were saved. They feel like they were helped and supported and heard and that they were cared about. And I Amen. think that's very important. I very much that so. Is very much so i just uh before can wraps us up i just want to say that i think that you, just in my experience of a vast customer service and all of those things uh it has always been you know um people of color that have a that they want to do whatever it is that you need from them in order to like that makes them feel better it's not even like a I owe you that it's like I want other people like me to know about it and so how do I how do I help you yes I will help you and I think that's unique um so yeah yeah uh, it's beautiful it's, and, and you know I always come to them like really like just kind of humble because I don't want to be again like you I don't want them to feel like they owe you have to do this because we did this for you. Like, you don't owe right. us anything. You don't have to talk to nobody. You don't have to be on no podcast. You don't need to be in no interview. Um, and I've, I've not had to twist anybody's arm to do that. So it, it has been, it's been great. 
Giovanni, how old were you when you could spell beautiful confidently? <laughs> um, how, how old am I right now? Uh, <laughs> I still have to sound that bug out. Like, beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm still working on that piece, that, okay. that confidence. But thank God for the internet <laughs> and phone. Autocorrect. Autocorrect. and all of that. I always think about that because I there's not a time that I see or he, or will hear it and then try to spell it out and it's B E A beautiful. That like having to say that yeah. anytime that I'm writing that out. And for the people that don't have to do that. That's tight. That's cool. Um, <laughs> you are, you are, you are a superpower. You got a superpower. If you can, can spell you, that. can you spell, can I spell restaurant? tomorrow? I can spell restaurant, but I also have what? to like rest car rent. I still have to spell it. Run out. it, run it right, right now. You on spot restaurant. <laughs> Wait, but this, I'll spell restaurant. If you spell tomorrow. I can spell tomorrow. That's, I can that's, spell I tomorrow, got no problem. I cannot yeah. spell restaurant. <laughs> nah. Let me make sure you're doing it right. Let me make sure you're spelling it's it right. It's T-O-M-1-M-O-R-R-O-W. Okay. The only reason I know that is that it's having to, it's Tom. I just started with Tom. Tom. That's how I always remember to not take two M's. Yeah. Oh, I know the two M's. Yeah, I know that's where it gets tricky. I'm taking us on another tangent on top of the <laughs> I know, tangent. I know. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll be super fast and so that we can let y'all go. But uh, do you remember at all Deaf Poetry Jam? Like there yes. was Deaf Comedy was Jam. Yes. I was just watching yes. Bernie Mac on that last night. Okay, and, and so there's... Was, was reading the story behind how he came up with I'm Not Scared of You. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was Deaf Comedy Jam and then there was Deaf Poetry and there yeah. was one particular teacher that would come, a, a, a white man that was on there a few times. Don't remember his full name. I know his first name was Taylor, but he had a whole piece about definitely and beautiful and how oh. he would work on that with his students. And so never, I've, I've never forgotten this from watching it, you know, way back whenever that show was on. And he would be like, definitely beautiful, definitely beautiful, definitely beautiful. And that was part of how they would, they, they, in their classroom, they would talk about it or, you know, spell it. And so I know how to spell both of those words because of that, not because right. of any school that I, I've taken, <laughs> but because of that particular thing. I can spell both of those words, no problem. Wow. Don't talk That's to me about convenience. Right. Anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> and shout out Webby for independence. <laughs> Right. With that said, <laughs> wipe me down. We get, get ready to close this thing out. Um, definitely appreciate y'all sitting with us and having this conversation. Again, it's informing the community in the way that they enjoy being informed. Um, again, speaking to, not at. That is a great way to kind of frame this. And for the people that are listening, make sure too to go check out the communityenergyproject.org dot o r g and if you want to follow us you can follow us on the instagrams at unrefined sophisticates you can find me at i technically can you can follow more at portland morgan make sure you like us subscribe and review wherever you listen and tell a friend to tell a friend about us it's check out time check out